0: What's up, guys? Hella bass. Back with another video. This is another one of the long-form videos. This is an IG live replay with Brian Reesgraf from Punch Fishing. Uh, if you're into like super high nerdy JDM gear reviews, check out his channel at Punch Fishing. Otherwise, tune in, uh, sit back, enjoy the show. We talk a whole about a bit about of. Uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin fishing, local fishing, and then we kind of get into some nerdy tackle talk and get into some rare baits and things in my tackle box. So, and answer a bunch of IG questions. So, enjoy it. Let me know what you think and, uh, notification squad. What's up everybody? A special guest tonight. This is Bauer. Who wants to chat? Do I pick randomly or does everybody want to request to go live? We have our first victim. Uh-huh. Oh, seems official. I don't know. This is our oh. first time with do the headset. No, a I, uncomfortable. no,
1: I, no, uh, I, I had that on cause I was just on a zoom thing with some, <laughs> I've been wearing my headset so much lately for work that I just wear it and I forget I have it on cause it's like, Fixed to my head now, most of the time.
2: Right. You're mean, alone.
0: We have Bauer okay. here. Bauer? Say hi, Bauer. Is like a legit puppy? Yeah, he's like eight weeks, nine weeks maybe. What breed? Uh, it's some kind of <laughs> Western Terrier mother. I have no idea what the father is. I suspect maybe a black lab. Oh, it's a mutt? Where'd you get it? Uh, some of our neighbors foster pups and dogs. so. Hey, oh,
2: man, you decided
0: wait? To... wait, so you went over there and just took one of the dogs for yourself, or are you fostering it? My wife has been wanting to get – if you chew on the boat carpet, you're not going to make it long, buddy. She's <laughs> 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 been wanting to get another dog, and uh, they had him. And so... so is that your only dog at the moment, or do you got multiple dogs? So I have a 70-pound uh, like red bone coonhound as well. Oh, yeah, he was on your boat. I've seen him in your videos. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So does he like the pup? He is kind of indifferent to the pup. He's uh, mm, not. How long have you had the pup? Just like a week. Oh, okay, yeah, so... So, Bilsky wants to know, percentage it actually happened Catch and release petition. my sleeping. Mine's sleeping, um, <laughs> Mine's sleeping okay. next to the fishing on. The percentage that the catch and release petition that's going on takes effect this year, uh one percent? Um the percentage that Wait, say that again? So somebody was asking about the, the, the catch and release petition that's been on bass heads and oh. everything. Percent that it like... worked this year? Uh one percent. Zero. They already have, the regulations okay, not, are done. But It's probably less than one. It's probably not zero, but it's, it's, no, it's zero. pretty it's close
1: to zero. zero. <laughs> no, it's one. It's literally zero because the regulations have already been done and approved, and they got all the materials printed. Once all the regulations have been basically approved by the government, they like they get approved months ago because they have to start printing all the regulation guides and get all the website and the marketing and the media stuff all done. They, yeah. So
0: it's, the best it's a very close to zero. Very, very cold. In the Bureau. Like nothing's impossible, but that's darn near impossible. The fact
1: that there's already regulation guys out in the world and the regulations are already been like published and produced. Uh, yeah, it's not changing.
0: So but the, the best think, option. But, but you can sign the petition and then that is evidence for future sessions of lawmaking in future years. That's, That's
1: depending not, on people yeah. actually caring about a change.org petition, though they're 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 mostly pointless it's in the world of. Just another, it's just another data point. Mm-hmm.
0: It, it doesn't hurt the, uh, but the chance of it happening. I mean, I think we're probably two or three years old at least.
2: Minnesota <laughs>
1: so, so. has the Minnesota has a distinct, distinct the, the distinction of always being late to the party on almost everything. We're we're one of the last states. to I mean. How long are you going to take us to change Sunday liquor laws? Right. <laughs> it's it's we're, we're, we're in the, we're always the last to the party. Right. And it's, it's no, it's no accident that Wisconsin, Iowa, South Dakota, every state around us have changed and we haven't changed yet. That's like par for the course for Minnesota politics.
0: Yeah. So I'd say now that Wisconsin's done it a couple more years, maybe. If I was going to predict, I would say the over and under, I would set the over and under at three years.
1: And I would take the over. Yeah. i take three years or more. The the thing is the only thing that's gonna change it is like we need Minnesota legislatures. Like we need state elect we need elected officials to push it. Like change.org position petitions are interesting and fun and they go viral once in a while. But they're they make no difference to legislation and to like people who make policy. They don't care. They don't read them, they don't, you know, because a lot of them don't believe in that kind of stuff, that that it's real. You know, there's a lot of like Change.org position, petitions can be gained. You can, you know, you can generate signatures on those things. It's easy to fake it. You know what I mean? So I don't I don't think it's gonna move the needle at all. No, but I'm a physicist. It's
0: like another sliver.
1: Right, right. It's it's a fart in the wind. It's peeing in the ocean, all those analogies. However, the fact that Wisconsin did it, we're gonna get FOMO, which usually drives things,
0: right? Um what? And the fact that this year, with everything being goofy, there's not as many people flocking to Wisconsin that would be spending those early season dollars. So there, there won't be any evidence from this year like, that, that a normal year would have brought uh, to like everybody drive over there and uh, right. So. Well, I, 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 I think went
1: over the
0: that press release two weeks early, like what three years ago. I feel like that's got to sit there and rot for a while before they're going to do anything more
1: right we're, we're slow to change um the thing is like our dnr is like very don't they don't respond to anything like you don't hear anything out of dnr you don't hear anything out of officials you don't hear anything from press releases i've emailed the dnr dozen or so times in the last seven eight years and i've gotten a grand total of zero responses back ever like i don't know if the, did, does the dnr have PR people? Like, do they have any marketing, PR department? I don't think they do. I don't, I think they're a woefully understaffed, two woefully under budgeted, and three, they got other shit to worry about than us wanting to go catch bass a few weeks earlier. I just don't think it's even like registered on their, on their meter. You know what I mean?
0: So, something Chris wants to know how the pre spawn on Marion is, and I, I don't know. I haven't been out there, and uh, I really don't like going to Marion. It's, like, one of my least favorite lakes. I used to go there when the Panda Product tournament was there because I would do fairly well and catch checks, and it was five minutes from my house, but Marion's really mm-hmm. not my jam. There's some big ones out there. It used to be a lot better. You used to be able to go and catch a ton of fish, and now you have to work really hard to catch a few fish, and some of them are good ones. So,
1: See, see you know all those lakes down the south? I don't know. I'm a, I'm a north metro guy. I know all the lakes up in the north.
0: I grew up in Columbia Heights, though, so I used to fish oh. Coon and Ham and Linwood and <laughs> North South Center and Forest nice. and Green and all this stuff back in the day. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, that's all the lakes I go fish. Uh, Linwood is
1: a swamp. I mean, the, Linwood's got the dirtiest water I've ever seen out of any of the North Metro Lakes.
0: I don't know if it still does, but it used to be a place where you, you might only go out and get a couple bites, but you had a legitimate chance at a six oh, yeah. six million pounder in the fall yeah. or in the spring linwood's got tanks but you gotta know that lake gets like chocolate milk
1: all year i don't know why it's something to do with the runoff and whatever land is around there but it's a dirty dirty lake so if you're a good dirty water fisherman linwood's like your jam if you don't like clear water you want that dirty chocolate milk
0: all day and hope to get three bites that's your jam
1: right right um
0: yeah, Linwood's Linwood's
1: uh, one I hit. Uh, I go to Coon, obviously that's no, that's close by. I go to um, Chicago, Green, Forest Lake when I'm forced to. I don't go there for fun. Um, too much traffic. Um, yeah, there's a there's a few good ones. Um, you know, one that people don't talk about that's actually pretty fun is Lake George up in St. Francis. Um, it's just a big bowl, uh, tons of pike, but the bass fishing actually is kind of fun on that lake if you can. You know, a
0: spectacle. <laughs> spectacle. It's up by George, somewhere. It's tiny. Spec- I've never heard of that. Spec- like like glasses like a spectacle? Yeah, like deep, clear, deep weed lines. It used to, I mean, that's been forever since I've been out there. But in Wynette Township? I don't
1: know. the oh, weird, it looks area. like a horseshoe. Yeah, oh, a that's cool. the lake next to green. Oh yeah, everyone drives past it to go to green. <laughs> okay, I didn't know that it was called spectacle, I'm sorry. And maybe it sucks, no. it used to be pretty decent. Never. Well, it's literally, it's yeah, it's that lake next. I've
0: seen it because I've driven past it to go to Green, but yeah, interesting. That's where. Yeah, so I've never you, been. In the lake. Wants to know where would you start on whitefish for pre-spawn? I've literally never fished whitefish earlier than like July or August, and I usually fished it in September for state tournaments. But I guess pre-spawn, there's like some kind of shallow bays on the west end of lower or upper. But I would think those bays would be really good, and outside of those bays, there would be a ton of fish staging uh, outside of Arrowhead or just inside of Arrowhead. I would think be really good early in the year, um, and then I think those East Lakes, like east of Cross, I bet you, and then the south end of Cross, I bet you, is really good early in the year. Yeah, my mom going for, for Christmas for me, Jacob. Thanks for noticing my sweatshirt. <laughs> I
1: I like that they reissued the Bass Utopia swag. It was gone for many many years, and now all of a sudden it's back. I like it. I, like I the, want a sticker. Jo- Jacob, give me a sticker, man. I like to show this off. Oh, that's the old school. That's the hockey style.
0: I got some old stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the the that's like the hot. I like. Whatever happened to the whole like hockey jersey
0: hoodie thing? That like died off. Like I don't know. Look at Bowler awesome. collar really matches the Bass Utopia blue. If you look close. Oh, I'm rocking my Air Jordan Phenom hoodie. it be nice if you would nap. You know
1: what like You know what sucks on this Instagram live? You have to put your finger on it to see all the comments.
2: Like, yeah, go up. Love.
1: Why can't you just... I wish it would just stay like that.
0: Yeah, Just go up the whole damn screen. It'd be way easier. We did get a new problem. That's, that's Bauer. My wife Bauer. got it, and I'm the one stuck taking care of it while she's sleeping right now.
1: <laughs> Bauer.
0: I like the name. Is there any so significance to it? The was named like Chippy, Bauer, Biscuit. B names? Hockey references. Uh, and then we just kept it. How much for the old Mountain Dew sign? I think I was going to keep it. It's pretty dope. I don't know what to do. Nice. Oh, yeah. Is that, is that tin? Is that a metal one? It's actually a metal sign. Yeah, those old tin signs are, like, pretty cool. And I got, I don't know, somebody found this in a yard sale. One of my aunts or uncles or found it, and they I'm just keeping it. But So, wait.
1: Now, Instagram reverses the video, so I can't. What's the tagline at the bottom? It says, it'll tickle your innards. <laughs> That's almost sexual. <laughs> yeah. It'll tickle your.
0: Was that I'm actual, like? like old now is that like a in my boat and get it stuck in its mouth and then I'm gonna get in trouble with the wife. Is that an actual vintage sign or is that like a? I think I think it's old. legit old. It's not. I mean, I've had it. I've had it for at least fifteen years. So
1: okay. So I think it's oh. legit old. There's old. I'm good. I'm looking on. I'm looking on uh, Google right now. That was a. That's like an old campaign and their spokesperson was like an old hillbilly.
0: Yeah, he's on there. Yep. And he's drinking out of like a like a jug. Like a a moonshine jug. Yeah. Wow. Mountain Dew had
1: an interesting marketing past. Retro. Oh my gosh, even he even drinks out of the bottle. He goes, Yahoo. Yahoo, Mountain Dew. (laughs) Tickle your innards. Oh dude this commercial
0: is this old commercial. Oh my god, this is great.
1: What okay,
2: derbies am I
0: doing this summer? Uh, well, assuming we have derbies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the Bass Nation TOC on whitefish uh, in like July, August. I want to do the leech TBF TOC, which is on or sorry, TBF TOC on leech in late July. Uh, the Northern so course- Division in the middle of August. And other than that, I don't know, just jump in some random stuff. Do you have to maybe earn any Maybe the dude now that it's in September. Do you, To get into those TOCs, do you have to qualify into those, or do you just sign up? You have to qualify through your club. Oh, so you're just assuming you're going to qualify in your club and go to them? Sometimes some, certain clubs qualify years ahead and have qualification methods that have already happened. Got it. So you already know you're going to fish them? hmm Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, I don't Actually, know a lot of the I mean, like, there's no there's no uh, standard on how you have to qualify. So, I know. I, I've i heard some rants
1: on that in the past, how they, they're pretty loosey-goosey with who can represent their your club at those things. Yeah. It's not always the most deserving anglers. <laughs> it's, the, it's the who's
0: available anglers. Denny, Wednesday nighters. Well, my work schedule doesn't really fit with me fishing Wednesday nighters on Tanka, nor do my kids' sports schedules. So, Oh, dude! I don't know how those guys get all that time off
1: work and they go fish all those and practice and whatnot. That's a that's a commitment. Those I got I got a lot of respect for those guys who fish the days because that's that's like a that's a life changing kind of like you got to
0: adjust your whole schedule and life around it, right? Yeah. Uh, I, mean, there's, I mean, there there are guys that fish multiple circuits, but you kind of have two breeds of tournament anglers. You have the Taka tournament anglers, and then you have the other tournament anglers. As a general rule,
1: I mean, there's definitely overlap. But. Yeah, no, I hear you. No, I, I only fished one tournament on Tonka in my life, and after it was over, I'm like, I had a newfound respect for the Denny's guys of what they had to like go through on that lake. Nice. It's like the least relaxing place to fish on Earth. It's like changing a tire on 35W, in uh, <laughs> in in rush hour fishing on that
0: lake. Wants to fight me? You want to eat power worm that are stuck by my, like? Hot foot. He wants to chew on stuff, even though I brought him chew toys. Oh. Denny's Wednesday Nighters are the Denny's Wednesday Nighters on Tonka or are they somewhere else? They're on Tonka. That's what we we're talking about. Yeah, they they go out of like. Oh, so that's different than their Monday night Super 30s. So they, have, they have a Wednesday night league, uh, oh. and then they also have their like Tuesday or Monday Tuesday. Tonka okay. is definitely one of the best lakes in Minnesota, for sure.
2: What
1: qualifies it as being the best lake besides just... I mean, I know it's an amazing fishery. There's so much divert... You know, it, 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 there's a little bit of everything on that lake, but the thing, the only thing that puts me off on Tonka is the stress
0: level, right? Like, it's... If you think about the fishing pressure and the other pressure that that lake gets and the right. result that it continually puts out, that's mm-hmm. why most people... One of the best... I mean, the the best, or at least. I mean, it's definitely in the conversation as the best
1: lake. That's
0: Yeah, that's fair. I like seeing
1: every once in a while, like topics come up about like, when is a tournament series going to come back to Tonka? Cause I used to, you know, you know, in older days and, and like when, when's, you know, but, but you'd have to really reduce the boating field, right? Like you can't have 170 guys out on Tonka on a, on a weekend.
0: There's really not good facilities and the Lake Minnetonka conservation just makes it really hard. And then like the shit, I mean like all the permits, it's just, nobody wants them there. Yeah. But I mean, if they had like a 25 angler field of like, you know, or
1: 50, I think that's doable, right? Like, but not like a full, you know, event.
0: Yeah. I mean, even when Bassmaster came there, it was like the top 100, top 150. Right. Um, but, yeah, so that'd be cool. No, I... Like, the new, I mean, in theory, like an elite series with like 70, 80 boats, not bad. Yeah. But, it, it, if you did during the week, <laughs> but they want money. And that, that, there's no chamber of commerce wants them there, so nobody's kicking in money to bring them there. they don't need it; they're doing fine economically. They don't—they don't need a bastion to come and put. And all the people that you have to go through in Minnesota makes it unattractive. So, um, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, know uh
1: I don't. You know, I'll go there if I'm forced to, but I don't go there for fun. Now what I have. See, up in the North Metro, you know, it's like like you too. You got lakes within you got plenty of options within an hour or 15 minutes. You know, 15 minutes to an hour, Tonka wouldn't be, like, my go-to. If I lived by Tonka, I'd go there all the time because, you
0: know. Yeah, I mean, I I don't mind Tonka, but unless I'm fishing a circuit that brings me there, I'm not that interested. Exactly. Right. are you going
1: out this weekend? Mm, I ended up. For sure.
0: We'll see. I'm 100% going out this weekend. You can't. Can pull through, maybe so. Pool two it seems like the water's coming down pretty quick on pool two. So, mm. is that your favorite? No, it's just one of the few legal places that's close to my house to really like target fast legitimately. How long? How long is of a drive is it door to door? Pool two. Well, so yeah. pool two is Cottage Grove. Right. But so you're in Lakeville. Thirty minutes. Okay, so yeah, that's, that's not a big bad. Place. Place. I didn't have to like go up and around or down and around like it's not that far yeah, as clo- pro flies, but yeah that's an easy that's an easy uh
1: yeah yeah I'd, I'd probably go there too if i was you that's not a bad drive no so i'm up in an, i'm i'm like to get over to wisconsin's about a 45 minute drive and then depending on what lake i want to go to i can usually get to some pretty good lakes in about 45 to 50 minutes
0: even the close lakes that aren't that good are over an hour from me. So
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of fortunate because I got a couple ways I can hop over the, the river into Wisconsin. You know, I got mostly, like, go through Stillwater or up by St. Croix or by Osceola. So I can get over into there pretty quick. It was funny is I, I went out to, um, I went out to Wisconsin. I hit Cedar on Saturday. Ran into a couple bass heads out there, some people I recognize. Um, but uh, I get to the ramp at, like, I don't know, 730, right? Only boat there. Nobody there. I was by myself. I was like, what? I thought, there were, I, thought I was going to get out there and there was going to be at least a couple, you know, guys itching at the, itching at getting out and, you know, and catching some legal fish, but I had the whole place myself for a good two hours before people started showing up.
0: Then by noon, the ramp was full. I'm talking like packed, packed. Probably because it was like 40 degrees in the morning right well it was a little chilly in the morning but it got warm pretty quick by about ten, eleven o'clock and then
1: this was funny though i noticed that there was a lot of not social distancing going on with the boat crowd at that lake there was pontoons with like dad wife kids grandpa grandma and then there was like a lot of guys fishing with their buddies <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the lake people lived on the lake were having fires and you know all congregating and stuff i was like you went out on that lake, you wouldn't even know that there's like a social distancing shut in order going on. Everyone I mean, was I guess
0: if you families are not a big deal if they all live in the same house, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. But
0: you don't know. But I don't know, I thought it was interesting. I was I
1: was kinda head down. To go to the bathroom. Oh yeah, so puppies why... always have to go to the bathroom. They have to go to
0: the bathroom like every six seconds. So pool two used to be pretty juicy. It was okay the last time I went there but it was different now that they've opened that current situation. So Punk Rock Fisherman says he's hitting northeast Wisconsin,
1: so you're going to make a drive. So he's that's going, a like
0: Door County, but he's from that area, like. So out outside, it's really dark. Uh, so flip and pitch England. Yes, I do fish
1: walleye um, when I want to, and I want to, you know, I, I'm not opposed to going walleye fishing once in a while, uh, especially if I'm on a lake that's got easy walleye fishing like Vermilion or, you know, Mille Lacs. You know, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not a, I'm not anti-walleye fishing. I'll definitely. I don't go with live bait. I I haven't bought a minnow in years. You know, I'll, I'll still fish paddletail, swim baits, and head rigs and whatever else. But, you yeah, know, I'm not opposed to targeting walleye once in a while. <laughs>
0: It tinkles, so that's the status update.
1: Um, <laughs> we'll see if he puts oh, a cabin up there. So, it's cool is I, I don't know. I was actually tempted to maybe make a run all the way into uh, Hayward this weekend if I got a little extra time, make that little extra
0: drive, and maybe go hit like Round Lake or
1: um, LaCuda out or something like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I had that flexibility, I probably would, but tensions are <laughs> high in the lingering household. Yeah. wait did you actually cut your hat in half to make a visor oh he's pooping now this is exciting
1: yeah I, I was like I'm noticing saying you, you customized the Omnia hat for a visor <laughs> I'm trying to get him to warranty it because the top's
0: insane but... <laughs>
1: that's awesome dude I can't pull off a visor man that, that's like I, I, if I could pull off a visor I definitely would
0: you could get a wig to wear with your visor That sounds hot. You get really sweaty. All right. So we pooped. Pete says your your warranty claim is denied on the Omni hat. That's that's rude, Pete. My dog is dashing upstairs. This is not good.
1: Gonna wake everybody up.
0: Better intercept. All right. Keep them entertained for a minute.
2: Uh, Yeah, sure.
1: You guys got any questions while we're while he's chasing his puppy up the stairs and <laughs> making sure it doesn't wake up his wife and children. My dog is crashed out next to an NRX drop shot, Rod. I'm gonna give this a uh... so this the eight twenty two DS. Anyway, any of you guys out there rock the uh eight twenty 822, drop shot rod. I'm going to give it a whirl this year. Bass fishing any good in the Hayward area? Are you kidding? There's like um, two or three like amazing smallmouth lakes right around there. Um, check out Round. Round is a, like a pretty, pretty sick smallmouth lake. Basically, you can throw a dog at any of the lakes in Hayward. The they all pretty much have bass fishing. And world-class muskie fishing and... World class walleye fishing. Like all those lakes around Hayward are just jacked. You get a little pressure, especially for musky fishing. But do you ever go muskie fishing?
0: I caught muskies on vermilion. Like that's cool. What's your biggest? Fishing. I, I see them. I didn't measure it. Um,
2: mm.
0: I don't know, forty some inches probably. Nice. I ain't got time yeah, for that. They're growing big. On
1: I, I'm. I'm venturing to musky fishing, like, legitimately this year. I I, picked, I, I put together a combo. Um, I started with some and baits. Uh, I'm going to take a go at it. I'm not good at it, but I want to get better. I just uh, – it's kind of one of those YouTube things. Like, I went down this rabbit hole watching all these musky channels over the last couple of years, and I'm getting, like, motivated to take a crack, like, actually not sucking at musky fishing. Over.
0: Go, go to bone. Go to deer. Go to vermilion. Well, like I'm I'm,
1: I'm gonna have a camper set up in uh, uh on Trigo Lake in Wisconsin this year. Yeah. And I'm gonna be hop skipping the jump from a bunch of musky lakes. So I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep some musky gear at my camper in Wisconsin and just leave it there all year. I'm not gonna bring it back home. So it's just gonna be We're there. The
0: largemouth reside in Vermilion. Uh, Fortune Bay I- where the casino is has largemouth. Right. And then most everything else largemouth is west of the narrows. Um, right. The further and closer you go to Cook, the more largemouth you will run into. But they are typically in the shallower, weedier bays. All right. Uh, Look for the grass. The more you get from Tower, the more largemouth you will find.
1: Right. This is a good
0: general rule. Like, the more north and west you get on Vermilion, the more largemouth you're going to find. Portion the, more in more the south, south. Outside, one outlier out of that rule. But.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, but, yeah, Tower, You go
0: if you go, if you go to the south – South, south,
1: southeast, southwest. you pretty much in smallmouth. It looks,
0: country. it looks like largemouth water. No, they're not there though. Like you'll find them. <laughs> you'll probably catch smallmouth in reeds and pads and things like that before you'll catch right.
1: largemouth. So I, I've been fishing vermilion more the last couple of years uh, because of that campground they put in. Have you, have you like, they put in this really amazing campground, this state park. um It's called vermilion Ridge. Have you heard about this? So, state of Minnesota, they built this gorgeous um, – what's that?
0: Pete had a question. I said,
1: we'll get to it. Oh. So, anyway, long story short, if you want to go to Vermilion and you want to do it on a cheap, go to a, a book a campground at Vermilion Ridge. It's in the south um, southeast corner of Lake Vermilion. Campsites are like $35, $30 bucks a night, and they have a gorgeous, giant boat ramp that nobody uses for the campsites. You can't leave your boat down there, so you got to park it up at your campground. But, but – If you want to go there on a cheap, you have a really great fishing weekend. Okay, Uh, uh, they have sick Wi-Fi. They put giant Wi-Fi towers all around. You can stream
0: Instagram Live from the campground every night.
1: No, you can work. You can do work while you're up there. So we've I've gone up there and and tacked on a couple extra days of trips, and we just work off the Wi-Fi. You know, so you know if you need internet access for your job, you can kind of sneak up there and do some you know fishing and work. Yeah, shout out to Vermilion Ridge. Good, good campground. It's That's brand like, new. It was just built like three years ago. It's gorgeous. You take the family.
0: This was a terrible decision. bringing him out here. Is
2: this a good name?
0: He's tried to escape.
1: Oh. Why don't you just? I want to a rundown on his rules? rules. What kind of rundown do you want on all his jigs? They, they jigs. What's the difference? I mean. <laughs> Do <laughs> you got How many different Models jigs Do you guys have Uh, Like jig jigs Four So you got uh, I'm guessing What's Well you got the Arky head Ones you sent me uh,
0: I mean there's Arky head Football head And then there Is the net head And then the Kind of all purpose Shaky head
1: Okay But skirted jigs You got the Arky and the football Yep. Yeah. Okay so There you go You want, they got an Arky head They got an Arky head or football head, which is really all you need, unless you this really want to go. Dog. This sports. dog
0: has not been in the boat, Kenny.
1: <laughs> dog looks
0: smaller. On life. Everything looks smaller online. He's quieter too than the one that's on the video. I will
1: say, I, I you're, you sent me tungsten shaky head jigs, and I've never had tungsten jigs, shaky head jigs. I I put them next to my owner jigs, and it's it's dramatic. <laughs> How yeah,
0: those are actually not as small. Those ones are actually tungsten resin, so they're not quite as dense as like the the, the football, the football jig. So they're they're not even as small as they could be because they're yeah. Really but next
1: big. to an owner lead shaky head, it's pretty pretty significantly lighter. Yeah. Do they? I mean, what's the advantage? Honestly, though, like, what what's an advantage of running a tungsten shaky head versus a lead? I mean, uh, bottom transmissibility is increased. They say that. Yeah, I know, to some degree. I think it depends on what surface you're on. If you're on mud you're, or a soft yeah,
0: surface. A, a sand bottom weed line, you're not going to feel anything, but you'll be able to feel yeah, exactly. gravel and things like that better. <laughs> uh, right. No, I hear you. I, I throw shaky heads almost all year. It's like one of my favorites.
1: What's, what's funny is yeah, like...
0: as a shaky head, the tungsten is a bigger deal than using it as a jig worm. And then obviously, yeah, if I, yeah. when I use it as a swim bait head, it has no purpose, honestly.
1: <laughs> no. You go lead on your swim bait heads. Who cares?
0: It's a great utility jig for me. I use it for everything. Yeah, I, I can see me use just to give a little bit different action. Right. I was going to, I, I was gonna show in already stuck in my tackle box. You're shaky head heads. Are you shaking because it's cold or because you're man and you want to get out of here? So I was looking at your Ned Weed Weed Guard heads, man. These weed guards are stiff. Bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you break them apart and bend them, they start to lighten up. But how much can you bend them before they break? Uh, have, I guess I'll find out the hard way. Yeah, I mean, I guess, the, and the reason it went is uh, Bob, Wisconsin. Bob's here. Do you do you spread them out like in a V to kind of weaken
1: them and get them a little that, open that's up, what up a done. little bit?
0: Just because I feel like they also deflect better when you're actually in gnarliness.
1: Right. I can see it being
0: useful. I'll try it. But, if you don't want them, you can always snip them off and fish them without. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they just it's been them kind of time if they're <laughs> not there to begin with.
1: Right, right, right. Yep, yeah, I'll give it a whirl. I've, I've actually not messed around with needless med heads all that often. And that's mostly because I'm usually not found in Ned where we're going to get hung up all that often. I mean, on rocks, I guess, but they're easy to get loose once they get hung up on rocks for the most part.
0: I don't lose that many net It was It was really good on Monticello, but there's a lot of wood and a lot of rocks this winter.
2: Monticello.
0: The person in my oh, on my back has a lot of perfect heads, and I didn't lose a single head until the very end of the day.
1: On the river? hmm
0: uh-huh.
1: So <laughs> I used to go to Monticello packed with tackle. Like, I'd have, like, some football jigs, and I just – I go with, like, seven, eight things. Now when I go to Monticello, I bring one presentation and one only. And that's all I fish. It always works.
0: There's
1: no fun in that. Yeah, but it's easier to pack in your truck and just leave it in there and not carry shit back and forth. I care I literally go to Monticello now with a weedless Oh, not sorry, not weedless. Just like a straight, I don't know, Nico head, just a wacky head. I'm sorry, a wacky hook. Like a Nico hook or owner cover shot and then Kitex and then just nose hook the Kitex, chuck it upstream. Dead stick it as it floats down. If you don't get a bite, throw it upstream. Just dead sticking Kitex. That's all I do now. It works. Good good. Josh Douglas thanks
0: you, Jacob, for your service that day. What's that? So I just carry – I have this bag. This is my, my Monticello bag. bag. So if I want to go up there, I just have this bag. when It's not time. It sits up on the shelf. It's got nice. some tubes. It's got some baby beavers. It's got some uh, – Small swim baits. Um, yeah. Some dead stuff. about it. Yeah. A couple small swim baits in there. Some square
2: you don't
1: need to pack a lot. The other technique I'm going to play with next year uh, that I, I kind of always had a feeling it would work until I talked with a guy and watched him do it, and he did it, and I was like, oh, yeah. Something I was always thinking about was essentially doing what the live bait guys do with a barrel swivel. You know, this, like, Having the loose line go through a barrel, um, and then a you know a shiner on the end, but just replace it with a uh, like a mega bass shad like a really small light. I mean, you could use a point high tech as well or whatever. But that technique works really well too. Guys are taking like a free jig. Yeah, exactly. But you just let the current pull the pull the pull the bait out and kick, and you just sit and wait. And just put your finger, you open your bill up on your line, and just put your finger on it and just hold it and wait. If the fish grabs it, you kind of let him take a little line out. In him. I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna put this guy to bed. He's driving me nuts. Say yep. good night, Bauer. Go to bed. Bye. Go to
1: bed, pup. Any of you guys that are watching? uh to get his fish from Monticello River at all? Go go elbow to elbow with all the uh, light bait guys on a, on a weekend in Monticello. <laughs> Jacob, do not talk about how many netheads heads I lost. In. On the river? I don't know. I, I, I like throwing net heads on the river from a boat and throwing it up shore and bringing it out. But, you know, throwing nets as, uh, on the bank, throwing it on a bank fisherman, I kind of got bored with that. Kind of a slow, boring way to fish sometimes. But it works. I use a heavy head to get down in the current – That helps. Who do we got? Bob Downey. We got Robert Downey? Nice. Iron Man's in here. What's up, Bailey? How's it going? So, Bailey, do you host that podcast? Is that your podcast, the one that everyone's on, that serious angler? Is that your deal? I suppose I should actually, like, do my research before I ask questions. Well, what was the fun in that? Nice. Um, Good time to start a podcast, man. Everyone's uh, everyone's starving for content right now. Everyone's bored.
0: Drove me to drink. What's up, Bailey? What do you got? Is that a high life? Nicole, oh,
1: McLean. <laughs> I'm drinking what's left of this giant. The Ale. So Talking hours, You ever you ever heard of a town called Montevideo? Yeah, it's out west. Is there a yeah. small casino
0: out there, a bingo hall or something?
1: Yeah, there's a casino near there. It's not at Montevideo. But Montevideo is like, yeah, you just go on Highway 70, you go past Hutchinson, you eventually hit it. Anyway, that's where my all my in-laws are from. So my wife's from Montevideo. So every time I go visit my in-laws, I go to Monty. And uh, they have one cool thing in Montevideo. It's this brewery called Talking Waters. It's in downtown Montevideo. It's like a really cool little tap room. And their beer, you can only get it at like four shops in the Twin Cities. So I have to like drive around to find their beer in the the Metro. It's not like everywhere. Pete, are you still here? Wave if you're here, Pete. I think he, yeah, his name was on the list in the live. He's probably not paying attention, though.
0: Probably fell asleep.
1: so I'll tell you about my so my fishing on uh, on Saturday. So I get out on this lake and I've never been there before, and it's a sand lake with crappie cribs. So I got a question for you: How do you fish? Do you do you fish or have you fish or how do you fish crappie cribs?
0: Can't say that I've done it much. I've seen them a little bit. They're like They're everywhere in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, and I haven't spent a lot of time fishing lakes in Wisconsin since sonar has gotten good. To be honest. <laughs> we used to fish there a lot in, when I fished in Gopher Masters all the time. Right. And it was back when I was looking around with bottom line flashers and, like, maybe my, at the very end of that, maybe I had a Lowrance LMS 532 or something or whatever, like, mm. So Right. Well, so, see. Pete asked for this. What's that? He said he wanted to run down on the jigs.
1: Oh, is he going to? Is he gonna? Su- are you gonna supply uh, omnium Here's your chance. Pitch him. Tom, why they're great.
0: No. The three-eighths ounce flipping jig. Half through three-eighths and three-quarter. I got Yep,
2: yeah,
0: the half and three-quarter. So um, let's get one that's out of the package here. So, Pete, Omni needs a fem- the carry these. needs a carry uh, these. Oh, go ahead. But uh, it's just a, It's an Arky style. This one's. Seen a few pontoons and dock posts, um, so it's got a good good coating on it, but it's not invincible by any means. Um, fairly partially recessed line tie; it's not sticking out too bad. Uh, so our three eighths has a pretty good four ot mustad. Mm,
1: that's a good view uh, okay. okay,
0: and then the half ounce has a five aught so a little bit meteor, and then the three quarter has the same. Hump. So color-mashing weed guards, fairly stiff. Uh, so the green with green heads, brown with brown heads, black with black heads. Uh, comes with double-barrel rattles on it. Uh, so it's got a rubber battle, ugh, barrel skirt. But then underneath that, they're hand-tied skirts under the rattle bands. Really? Yeah.
1: Um, so I got a question for you. Do you assemble these? Do you get the heads and the skirts, and are you putting them together on your own, or do they come with you? Some of both. Oh yeah,
0: I've I've had this, some nights where I've been doing less of it all the time.
1: <laughs> That's good. Um, I've spent many like, nights putting on skirts onto football head jigs by the dozens, and that gets old real fast.
0: Nice. Uh, so it's just it's a good all around all around archy jig, and then you have the size advantage of the tungsten. Uh, and on a jig, I think the tungsten really shines from a transmissibility standpoint. You really feel things a lot better with a jig. Uh, so
1: I, I'll be honest. I've purchased a lot of, like, tungsten arky jigs from, like, random jig guys on Facebook. You know, like, I'm, I'm, I run a jig company out of my basement, and I have tungsten jigs, and I'll give you a 10 for whatever bucks. The one thing that's different about yours that I've, I have a bunch, and your arky head is pretty similar. The difference with yours is I like your, um, I like your rattle. Uh, placement in the system for your rattles i like that i like it because as if i don't want them or they fall out or i can just like tear them off and like no big deal yep like um, you know i can just pull one off or cut one off and done i don't want the rattle on there
0: i kind of like that so yeah we got like we keep it pretty simple i think we only have like eight or nine colors like i think like the amount of colors that like a company like dirty jigs has is
2: insane of
0: black and blue than we have at all like <laughs>
1: well and if you look at the data from those uh color fish color or those report like the, if you look at the data that's coming out about what bass's vision spectrums are black and blue don't matter they see the same color so all you really need is black or blue or black and blue it's the same damn thing to the bass but like, they don't know the difference
0: and then one, this one's been trimmed up. This is like a little PB&J half-ounce football jig that I've given the finesse treatment to. I was fishing right. this in cold. water. I had a real subtle craw on it. Oh, Football jigs, you really see the difference? Like, the size of that head? Um, did I miss something?
1: No. They're just talking about your football head. All
0: right. But, so those are the two mainstays. Uh, like, those are the ones we've had the longest. Um, same thing, hand-tied. Uh. Lighter wire hook on the football jig, uh, still a Mustad. The reason we went with a Mustad is because tungsten jigs are pretty expensive already. So if you start slapping trocars and owners and Gamagatsus in there, then you start having like $10, 11 $12 jigs um, right. by the time everybody gets their margin cut. <laughs> and the other thing is it's really nice. Uh, a Mustad is a, it's a good hook, and it sharpens easy. Like And so it's, the last uh, thing you want is like a car that's impossible to sharpen. Well, it's because they're cutting points. Once point. you roll a point on it. It's like uh, a nine dollar weight that has no hook on it that's useful anymore.
1: Well, okay, so like the difference with the hook points, right? Like this is a needle point, right? Yep. Needle point. So when you go to a trocar hook, you're getting a cutting point which has edges, right? So, yep. so he, needle point versus cutting point hooks. I mean, there's debate there, but a lot of people feel that cutting point hooks are great for penetration. But because of the sharp edges on a cutting point hook, as the hook moves around in the fish's mouth, that hole gets bigger. You know, it can blow that hole open faster, which is why a lot of guys prefer the needle point. And then. Do you, ner- you wanna get nerdy on hooks?
0: Yeah, for sure. So then the other jig that we have, which is kind of this, it's it's, it's really a shaky head in its core. It's a kind of a football shaped shaky head. Yeah, I
1: don't know. It- to me, it's kind of... I, I, it stood out to me as more of a football head than a shaky head.
0: Right. But it's... I mean... It's a football shaky head. How about that? Like,
1: there you go.
2: There you
0: go. So this ah. is a 316th ounce. Uh, it comes in 16th, three 316th and quarter. Um, but, like, this is a 3... This is, like... That's the lead 316th. Right.
1: So I one thing I noticed about your head is the... I. The eye position is not as up high and back as other shaky heads. Like, you know what I mean? So, I think putting a floating plastic on that thing is going to benefit.
0: Yeah. I mean, I use these sometimes as a shaky head, but I love these. I use these. These are a great jigworm hook. I like them because they have a pretty big hook. Um, Yeah. So, let's see. I got my shaky head. Like, you know, a lot of people love the money, Jake, right? Yeah. Good Jake catches a zillion fish. I just like a little bigger hook, especially when I'm fishing like full size, like Senkos and bigger worms and stuff like that. Right. So, here's the owner in the same size. This is a 18th owner
1: and the 18th tungsten. So, if you look at the owner, the owner's like a, a half moon, but then a flat bottom. And then yeah. yours is literally like a little squished football. Mm-hmm. And then the owner's got the twist the twist lock. Your hook's a lot smaller too.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty big hook on that shaky head. I mean Yeah, the owner's got big hooks. That's kind of my go-to. Um, shaky head. But a shaky
1: head that I really like if you don't have a floating plastic, if you're gonna throw something that sinks like a trickworm, is the Mega Strike. Do you ever use these guys? No, I had some. So these guys guys have a ramp. So if you don't have a, you know, look at, see on the back of it? So these shaky heads are really good for trick worm guys and guys that don't use floating worms, and you want to get that stand-up action, but you don't have a worm that's going to lift up. That's where these guys come in handy. These things get through cover actually pretty well.
2: I also use mine
0: as a stupid tube hook. Oh. That football head creates a nice shape where it widens the tube head a little bit. Yeah. Moves, roll through rocks and cover a little bit uh, so, a wider head. So you're saying your shaky head hook had your shaky head you use
1: like three other things before you use it as oh, a yeah, like,
0: jigworm. <laughs> I use it for a shaky head. I use it for Kitex. I use it for stupid tubes. Right. Uh, absolutely.
1: Ooh, I'm gonna try do you make these in quarter?
0: Yeah. A little bigger though. This one actually has a like this one probably has a hook closer to the uh, the uh, that owner. It's a little the next size up. Right.
1: I want a quarter, so I want like some a, quarters to, I want some quarters to try with um like Spark Shads or like swim baits.
0: Yeah, like a 3.8 and you want to like get deep. This is a nice setup for that. Yeah, you have to uh I'm gonna have to send you some more money and you send me a bunch of quarters. Sure. And then our newest baby, the Ned Head. We we're just talking about The, right. the weedless Ned Head.
2: Not,
1: I can't say I've been. I, I can't say I've been impressed with any weedless Ned or wacky Ned heads or wacky hooks in my day, but I'll try. them.
0: And you know what? That, and, I, and I made it a conscious. We made a conscious decision that <coughs> the Ned market is fully saturated, and there's a ton of good options. Where there maybe it's is true. a slight gap is in the weedless versions. Right, you can always cut these off. So, I have a question: When's someone going to come out with
1: a um, a weedless Ned head that has either like stiff rubber guards or like
0: mono, or you know what I mean, something that's totally flexible, like the like the, like the weedless or the VMC Nico, but on a jig. Exactly. Well, they do. Sure. Yeah, like. This is the Hayabusa brush easy. So Bailey, you say Z-Man
1: worms are legit, floating keeps up. Yeah, Z-Man, obviously, with the elastic, they're going to float no matter what head. You, it doesn't matter what head you put on a... If you're using a rig for... Are you using Z-Man worms for a shaky head? doesn't matter what the hell head you use, it's going to float. This is what you're asking about Wait, what, is that mono? Uh, I think it's floral. am not sure. Yes, that's what I want. It's a it's a Hayabusa brush easy.
0: Hayabusa. I didn't see I don't really at that. It's a strong, it's, it's a decently strong hook, but I mean like is we want got two out, you know, like big hooks. Right. Oh that's kinda cool. And then against like Oh yeah. Oh that the is in your left hand? Oh,
1: that thing yeah. is small. You're right. That's yeah, tiny. That's tiny. Trying to think like, here's interesting. Interesting.
0: I had a perfect net in here somewhere. I got a ton of those. It doesn't do because you can't hold yours up next to mine. There it is. Here's the perfect net. So that just shows oh, yeah. how small that brush is. Maybe they have different size hooks since I bought them. But...
1: So the perfect nets came out with a size two hook, but then they later
0: came out with a one ot. So they have a size two ot and a one ot. I'm pretty sure the one I was holding up is the one ot. I wouldn't have bought that smaller one. Oh, you mean the two ot? Uh, two ot in our um nets. And I guess like one thing, like our packaging was really designed for online retail.
1: Right. Uh, this is not
0: something that's gonna like wow you when you're walking down a big box store. Dude, uh, every every single Jig I've bought from a guy on the internet comes in these bags. <laughs> Nobody does that. flash ten because this saves me a ton on shipping. Right. Well, yeah, it you saves, ship them flat. Saves saves you money when you buy them, and then you can actually store the. I mean, like these, they go in your box. They're good. Right. Like honestly.
1: Oh yeah, I know exactly, dude. You're preaching the choir. I I baggie everything in my tackle box.
0: Even I keep everything in them. In them. Yeah, I, it's the wrong way. You start pain in the end. And then it's like, I just got all these floating jigs, and after a while, I don't know what they are or what size they are. Right. No, I hear you. No, I, yeah, th- this is the superior packaging. I agree. The way it's going to be. And then, like, if you own a tackle store, just think how much you could inventory in the same slot on a shelf for picking instead of those big clamshells. And then when you I ship know. them out, as a dealer, if you ship flat rate, how much money you'd save on that. You don't gotta sell me on it, man. You gotta sell uh piece over at Omnia. I
2: thought <laughs> that's what I was doing. You
0: ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita! Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy.
1: Fall guy. That's what the poster said.
0: See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie. Critics say exists to make you happy. Turn me out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Is he
1: listening? <laughs> Pete, put in your per- per- put in your purchase order
0: right now. Come on. Uh. <laughs> but that kind of goes back to my packaging. That's what I do for a work for a living is optimize packaging and supply chains. So,
1: for what industry? All industries. We, well, okay. Like, what are your biggest clients doing?
0: Like right now, I uh, have done some things for Weber Grills. Oh, cool! Um, I've done stuff for Club Car. I've done stuff for Train for Reem, um, medical companies, mm. General Mills.
1: So we, you and I have some, you and I have some customer overlap. Um, I got assigned to a new patch customers at my job, and two of my customers are Schwans and General Mills. <laughs> and
0: I guess right now, Schwann's split, not cogen fishing, but they actually split their home service, the like the yellow trucks off because Schwans used to own, uh, like or I guess well they're all the same company like Red Baron, Tony's right. Pizza, that's all Schwann's, right? Right, they have the, right. Yep. the grocery it's side. Sensitive food service, the, the pizza that your kids eat at school, those square pizzas, that's Schwan's. Oh. Um, really then, uh, sure. The home service Listen. is the yellow trucks. I guess the yellow trucks are just freaking killing it right now.
1: Oh, dude.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. If anyone's going to have a good
1: quarter, it's uh, Schwann's yellow truck service. They're going to be crushing it. Everyone's going to want their uh, their frozen pizzas and their, their the ice cream push-ups. That's what you, uh, I always got when I was a kid with Schwan's. The ice cream.
0: What's up, Gaff? Great Lakes gas. I don't know. You're not pulling the numbers that Cade was pulling on Monday night, dude. I don't. I have a private
1: Instagram. I don't have a public one. I <laughs> purposely don't blast. I don't want it, people following my, on Instagram. To be perfectly honest. <laughs> you
0: don't want us to do skateboarding and things like that.
1: Well, no, my Instagram. I keep my Instagram for like personal, like you know, pictures of me and the kids and family and camping. You know what I mean. Like, I'm, dude, my, I don't want to be one of those guys that has Instagram feed. No offense to the guys that do that, where it's just like seven hundred pictures of you holding up four, five pounders at some random lake all the time. That, that, I can hear you talking that. about me right now. That, that, shit's, that shit's boring. Everybody does that. I don't know. I my my Instagram is just kind of like. My what if it was all stuff. pictures of tackle,
0: would you be more interested? If it was like, hundred percent, but not many people do that. I'm all in if you're just going to post cool pictures of your tackle and shit. That is mainly pictures of jigs. That's true. That's very true.
1: Well, you know what I mean. No, I don't know. I, I I'm not trying to build up an Instagram following. I don't really give a shit, to be honest. If people want to follow me, go for it. I'll I'll add you, but I don't want all the bots and the you know the info scraping that that happens on Instagram.
0: Look at all tin hat on me, dude. I work
1: in an industry, man. I know all the data stuff that's going on there in, in the world.
0: <laughs> you can read my data. Oh yeah. No,
1: companies already know that, and you do. I I, th- I I work in an industry where data is gravity, and data is the new oil rush right now, and all companies are just collecting as much data as they can. Then they're going to figure out what to do with it later. So many companies have the capability of just scraping and storing infinite amounts of data, especially with, like, my I work for cloud services. Like, all these companies are just sucking and collecting and collecting and collecting, and then they're going, now, what do we do with it? And that's where me and my company comes in, and we help them out, but data is the new gold rush it's the it's where all the money's at now all your data is being bought sold traded analyzed predictions everything uh, so you do. Who else,
0: going, who else is going fishing this weekend and what kind of questions do we have about fishing yes or if you want to talk about uh, aiml workloads and data ingestion let me know
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no so fishing i want to tell you about my so on saturday i pull up to the lake and it's a new lake I haven't fished that lake in years. I haven't been out there. I'm just starting over. And I know it's a crappie crib lake and I know it's sand. And I know there's probably very little grass. If there's anything, it's dead. So and the water was like forty eight to fifty degrees. And I'm going, okay, where are the smallies, right? Gotta find them. So I start I just start scanning around, I find crappie cribs. Um I mark as many as I can. I start drop shotting around the crappie cribs and all I was catching was white bass. <laughs> so there's white bass hanging around these crappie cribs. And uh, I started marking rock. What's that? Oh, your tripod?
0: a new, new tripod for my phone. Ah, nice.
1: Good move. That's what I use. Not that one. I have the bendy. Does that have the bendy legs? Yes, exactly. Okay, I like the bendy legs. Although
0: mine, the legs fall off once in a while. Mr. Rose <laughs> is going to talk to us to find those sneaky spots
1: start scanning <laughs> so you can win another big tournament but no i, I went out there and um i, I kind of I, I basically tied everything on for that i use in small uh, fall smallmouth fishing so i kept all the same stuff that i would use at the very end of the season because i'm figuring oh it's cold water i'm just going to keep with the same shit and um i kind of threw the chick the kitchen sink i threw like jerk baits ned rigs uh, football jig uh, swing head with a finesse craw um i cranked i threw a mega bass deep x100 um not getting a whole lot of bites then i started throwing around the swim bait and i got a bite and it was off rock pile near a crappie crib so then i started just running that i just said i'm gonna scan around all the crappie cribs find rocks that are in any kind of vicinity of the crappie cribs and i'm just gonna drag as small swim bait as i got i had like three inch spark pads then I started getting a lot of bites. That worked. I, I kind of figured out something about the back half of the day. And uh, it was, I don't know, it's kind of fun to go to a lake and flail around for about three hours and not know what the hell to do. And then get one little bite and you're like, all right, going to run that, see what happens. And then ended up putting together a bag and, you know, having a little
0: fun. It's but, way bigger than I thought it was.
1: What, your tripod? Oh, no, not that
0: big. There we go. No, I got a new battery pack. Dude, those those uh, battery packs are getting smaller and smaller. Like my chest, it's a little smaller than my S8 phone. Right. So, so that you're just gonna put in your pocket and power your GoPro all day? Well, that's gonna be for my chesty. So right, right. Like, right. I'm thinking about like creating some kind of strap or Velcro to attach it to one of the straps on the chest. Yeah, because yeah, you gotta have a place to put
1: the battery that's comfortable. Right. It's kind of a weird thing. Yeah, I think well, most okay. guys.
0: So we're gearing up to bring you some new stuff this year with new fresh. Mm-hmm. And then I've got a much bigger gooseneck.
1: Where do you mount that? On the on the dash of your boat? The gooseneck
0: is about a third of that size? Right. So I typically suction cup that to my windshield. So I also have some of these clamps, so I could clamp it like on a boat cleat or somewhere else. Do you mount it on your dashboard? What's that? Do you mount it on your dash window? Yeah,
2: like, yeah, yeah. So, what GoPro do you use?
0: Uh, I got fours and fives. We're about yeah. twenty seconds from being over. So what? Already? Hour on Instagram, and then it shuts you off. So we'll restart. I didn't even know an hour went by. That was quick. So if anybody else wants to talk. Now your chance, otherwise we'll bring back this guy and he'll keep boring you with Amazon stuff. So we'll be back I, in the uh,
1: oh, in... What are you talking about? What are you talking about? No pants? I'm not wearing any pants.
0: Well, you're in IT. That's normal. Um, it's very true. <laughs> what what is the, What's the bay that the mountain beach is in? Oh, um... Cooks? Yeah. So I would say Cooks and West Arm is where i probably spent most of my time on Tonka. And then I have a, a special spot in my heart for...
1: Oak Maxwell.
0: Is it Excelsior Bay? Is that like a little tiny lake off the side near Maynard's kind of thing?
1: Yeah. I, uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. I'd
0: have to look at a map. You know it better than I do. School is never going to get you anywhere, Jacob. Jacob, what's your major? Brian and I went to school. and Look at us. We're stuck talking on Instagram Live late at night. Is that what you want to do with the rest of your life? Think about it. <laughs> Where'd you go to school? Myself? I went to University of Wisconsin Stout. Nice. Cool. What was your major? Packaging.
1: Really, they had a packaging major? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Well, there you go. You ended up in your uh, in your wheelhouse then. How about you? Uh, I, it. I went. To, I did. Uh, I. I get bored with my story, but um, I basically went to tech college. It took me four years to get a two-year associate degree, but I was working in it the whole time. So I was like literally just paying checks for my college because I was working full time, and then going to night school. So I went to night school on weekends, tech college, just to get a degree. So I had it on my resume. So I didn't do a four-year.
0: That's what Jacob's doing. He's He's going going to school so that he can just work at Omnia. Hey, it's a growing business. Could be in worse places. You know? I don't know. I don't know if he's essential right now, though. So he may not be going in. Oh, anyone selling tackle to fishermen right now is definitely essential
1: what else we got to do? We all got stimulus money. Now I told you, one of these tackle companies right now needs to do a stimulus sale, like something that tacks onto the whole, everyone getting their stimulus checks. It just needs to let it rip. Tackle warehouse, was, yep. tackle warehouse usually did a stimulus
0: sale, right? At, around tax return season. Yeah, Maybe. I think they're concerned that they're, I know running a skeleton shift. So I think uh, mm. maybe they were That's worried about running a sale and overwhelming their, associates no that's a really good point We probably don't have the Chris I'm banking on it I feel like hopefully what we've done here in Minnesota will pay off and we'll be back doing the things normal faster than other places but only time will tell
1: yeah who knows it's hard to
0: predict right we're not you and I don't have any say it's you know what I mean it's like there's
1: bigger powers that be on these things that make these decisions
0: I know I mean, I think the early tournaments are probably going to look different than the tournaments you used to fish as far as there's probably going to be some enhanced rules and probably not big meetings the night before and probably, like, staggered check-in times or, like... That's a good idea. You know, yeah, what do you think? Okay. Fish off. You don't, like, go up and sit there and talk on a mic. You just kind of drop them off. And I've heard there's been tournaments going on where they literally, like, drive through weigh-ins, drop the fish off, and then basically an email blast goes out with who won and they send you your money later. That's a great idea. i, I heard think that's, that students and things like that in Arizona right now. That
1: actually might be a lot easier to run as a tournament director. <laughs> just tell the people to get the fuck out of here after they weigh in. So, yeah. Don't forget me when that happens, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's going to take a
0: lot to not have tournaments happen in,
1: in June, right? The ones that are scheduled?
0: Yeah, I mean, they just... Uh... The what Fort Francis just canceled, and they're in late July. Okay, and I was like, that's felt like it was really pessimistic and jumping the gun to cancel that already. But
1: it's true, Canadians. You don't hear much about Canada. What's going on up there during this whole thing? Do you think I, I like? I don't know what the hell's going on in Canada. You hear about everything else. You hear about New York, and you hear about Wisconsin. You hear about Michigan, and you know. But
0: was last time you heard about what's going on up in Canada right now? I saw a quick story on Twitter about Ontario.
1: Okay. What'd they say?
0: I'd say they're probably in like a similar shape to as a Wisconsin. So not good. Not, not terrible, but not great.
1: <laughs> yeah. Chemical suits with patches. on. It. So oh, so Pete's saying all the anglers should fish in hazmat suits with their logos. That's actually pretty good, Pete. They could be, um, was it dye sublimated? um hazmat suits with everyone they could have like you could have like rapala hazmat suits ah there you go is that a paintball mask or is that a like one of those just a safe face which is basically a paintball yeah when those safe face masks came out i used to play paintball when i was younger and more athletic and i'm like they just repurposed the paintball mask it's the same damn thing
0: well they 100 did they were a paintball company oh that's such a good idea though i did wear my buff to cub foods the other day
1: I haven't seen anybody out with a buff yet I was expecting to see that sooner or later I think I saw one
0: the guy there Because I saw Like an SUV with like Arsenal sticker In the parking lot And then I saw a guy with a buff on his face And I was like, I bet you that's that guy I didn't know him (laughs) Was it Fabiano?
1: Did you spot him? No He lives on the other side of town Yeah, he's in the West Metro, right? Yeah, He's like Maple Grove Yep yeah, but he get, he's out and about because he's got to go supply the tackle shop. So yeah, I, I see him running around because I live I don't live that too far from Capra,
0: So every once in a while, I see him running around my my area. We just mentioned that Pete, and I just thought that was crazy that they were already sc- they canceled that tournament in late July. It just seems weird.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I know all I know is that Andrew in our league he he spent so much time getting thirty like thirty six permits for tournaments this year. If we gotta start canceling, and he put all that work into that, getting all those permits straightened out, you know, that was months of work on his part. He's the only you know, one they, doing it.
0: Like greenhorn, I mean, not, not diminishing greenhorn, but what? What do you get? Like twenty votes? Uh yeah, it's between seventeen and twenty-five typically. Right, not, that's a pretty tangible number to say. Hey guys, like, stay the fuck away from each other. Like, figuring oh, yeah. it ahead you. of time. We're not gonna have a meeting. Like, we're gonna do things group text. We're gonna like stay no, in your boats, so I'll call up, you weigh your fish, you don't, like, loiter, like, you just do things and you get it, you, you figure it out and you do it Smart. No, I agree. That's I, think, you I think you're right. I think, I think I the think club tournaments are better off. The bigger tournaments, mm-hmm. like a Fort Francis, um, yeah. a Bass Nation Regional, thankfully that's late August, so... Uh,
2: right.
0: What are my thoughts on Red Crest? I think they're morons. So the wait,
1: did community.
0: they book this... Did they book so, the same weekend as it, or
1: just around the
0: though, same weekend? Uh, to determine, because Bass did not publish their dates yet. Right. Uh, so, so they had information, and they went to go on top of them, maybe they did, but Bass hasn't announced it. But just to be at the same time, I think they're foolish. Um, I think they're going to get buried, honestly. <laughs> like, if you have to split time and choose, Right. I mean, 1% of people are going to go to the Red Crest. Most people say, what's a Red Crest? Well, it's a TV show. It's not not an event. It's a TV show, right? So in their press release, they were talking about how this is going to be a big show. Like, this is going to be...
1: I guess we'll see, yeah.
0: uh, An expo. It's going to be the whole thing. Um, And I just... I think that's... And I think they're fishing at a really... They could really do... I mean, late February in Grand Lake could be really good. It also Mm. could be miserable. Hmm. I mean, like, when they were there, when Cliff Pace won it, it was borderline. There were some guys that were catching them, but there was a lot of guys that really? struggled. And even yeah. Cliff Pace didn't weigh a limit each day. He got, like, 13 or 14 bass when he won the Classic. So, wow. if you're in an every-fish counts format, that makes for a pretty <laughs> dull event if people are struggling to get five.
1: I think I think with the history of MLF and what they've shown so far, they are definitely trying to disrupt bass as much as they possibly can. Right? I think they're, they they got to You know, so I'm not surprised that they would book something around the same
0: time period as the classic
1: because that's that goes with their historical. They're probably almost
0: as big as their pocketbooks, to be honest.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's easy to have guts and to be ballsy when you got billionaires backing you, right? Because it's not your money on the line, it's other guys' money on the line. I think
0: this maybe it'll go well for them, but I think there's a lot more risk than the upside that at this point for them. And I think for the hardcore bass fans that like tournament anglers, these moves are the exact things that alienate them from the hardcore base. Right. I think if, from the start,
1: though, they've said they're not they're not going for that base. They're trying to build a new base. Like, I don't know if they really care about the hardcore bass angler at the moment. I think they're trying to find that market that's under that they, – they're trying to find a new market, maybe. I, think- I don't know. The thing is, none of none of these none of these circuits release their numbers publicly, right? So you don't know, like you don't know as a fan who's winning or who's doing better or who watches yeah, you who's got money more. <laughs> What's that? Who's making money and who's not? Exactly, well, we'll never know. All this stuff's behind closed doors, and that's all those numbers are private. You never, we're never going to know the true. Um, nature of the success, like how you, who's making more money, who's getting more views, who's getting more clicks, who's getting longer view times. They're, they're never going to release that stuff. So it's like, you know, you can have a feeling who's doing better, but
0: nobody's ever going to. It's kind of interesting because you know they laid out a pretty good chunk of cash for the FLW recently. Obviously. Oh, yeah. It yeah. It wasn't they, cheap. Mm, um, wow. Well. And, and I'm sure part of that model in which they did it, they were banking on all these BFL and Toyota series revenue, which aren't happening right now. Yeah. Big point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if they don't make them all up. That's a lot of lost revenue. Big um, facts. Big facts. And then when you see the Toyota series and the tackle warehouse pro circuit, all those sponsorship deals literally came in the day before the tournament series started. So, which means they bought those at a discount sponsorship. They weren't getting <laughs> last, last second so, deals. It's interesting. So, you know, they're. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's like you got to just wait and see. You see, you know, yeah, not, I don't, I don't want to be fans of it all, but it pisses me off when they say one thing and then they do things contradicting uh, to try to like tr- clearly be the only show in town and try to like push everybody out of the way. It's just, mm. yeah, that's fair. I think when this whole thing went down
1: last year, I'm going. Well, I just no. want to know. I want to fast forward like four years and see what really ends up shaking out. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's one thing to predict, and then I want to actually see how all this – I think the end game for MLF is they want to buy Bass. Like, at, at the end of the day, I think the whole idea is for them to bury Bass. That's what they want to do. If you think, like, 10 years from now, if they haven't acquired Bass, I think that's a failure on their part. I think that's what they want.
0: That's just for you, Willie.
1: What's that, your champion sticker?
0: Bass, oh i think oh your yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: which bass cat do you have i don't know the difference between cat models it's a Antero classic 19 footer okay 19 see i got a what's what motor do you got
0: 200 Merc EFI okay. oh that's got to push pretty good on a 19 footer huh? it's decent what's your top speed uh when i was newer and before i put talons on it was low 70s now it's upper 60s wow that is quick
1: for a 19 foot geez. That's cool. I got a one fifty V Max. It tops out about 54, 55, if I don't have stuff in it. Not super fast, but does the job. Mm-hmm. I paid cash for it. That's all that matters. It's paid for it.
2: <laughs> no loans. Oh. <laughs>
0: you will. I ran out of it's beer. I don't remember if it was Instagram or Twitter or something.
1: Jameson okay Peter are you drinking Jameson straight or what are you mixing with your Jameson are you a scotch are you like a club soda guy or are you like a ginger beer
0: guy Coke guy? okay wait Oh, Will, you're... Will if you ever lose your lure wraps in the boat you can just okay. take an empty beer can on the rod and just wrap that around there to protect it and keep it from tangling your lines right on the hook in,
1: in your rod locker yeah, huh? That's a, Are you laughing? Does that act, that doesn't work? Why wouldn't it work? It wasn't Little well, John.
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Spro
1: Little John. I like those flat sides. I got a few of them. Bait games. Bait games? Uh, sure. Crankbaits are my weakness, though. I don't. I'm not. I don't have a deep. Bench of knowledge on crankbaits. I know what I use. Do you fish that around grass? The
0: Spro Little John. I think you fish that everywhere in the fall. Yeah, it's pretty good crankbait. Not cool. great around grass. It gets the job. I mean, I would much rather fish a DT4 or a DT6 around grass.
1: Oh, I love um, DT4s.
0: DT4 is my favorite. I'd mean, I say probably more fishing around wooden rocks. I think I caught a monster walleye on the Mississippi River. This is what I was throwing: sexy shad. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's for a little John. I mean, that's kind of like the that, the nice thing about those little Johns. They're easy flat side to get. Like most stores sell those. Like you know what I mean? It's not like a it's not a rare, hard to
0: find. Good flat value, side. babe. They're not that cheap though. They're kind of expensive. No, I mean if you compare it to other flat sides, like if you compare it to like what you've asked Deal, but like yeah, flat sides are usually not cheap. No, that's true. Are those Little Johns, they're plastic or are they balsa?
1: They're not balsa. They're plastic, right? Uh, they're plastic. Yeah. Shout out to Pete. I'm gonna, can you guys carry Sonic Side Mega Bass Sonic Sides, please? That would be nice.
0: Only if they're good sellers.
1: I don't sellers. care. I just want to buy them. I don't care if they sit on the shelf. Because Capra's won't get me Sonic Sides when I ask them to, and they never do. Yeah, what do you got? You, you have access to your tackle. I actually put all my stuff out in the boat. And my tackle archive is oh, crank, oh, jerk baits.
0: We got jerk baits. All right. We'll go back to, to, to run- what I used to catch bass on in Wisconsin in the pre spawn. Okay. It's not a, it's not a rappel. Yeah, it is. Is it?
1: Oh, it's a little husky jerk.
0: It's a little husky jerk. Yeah. What's that? That's just my intro to... Small husky jerk, yeah. That's what my... I don't... Yeah, here's
1: a bigger one. I don't... Dude, I don't even keep husky jerks in my bone anymore. I have them, but they're just stored
0: away. Yeah. Is it sad? So I'd say that's probably one I would throw a lot back in Wisconsin back in the day.
1: You lead core it? You lead core and drag it? Like... (laughs) <laughs> the husky jerk is still beloved by walleye fishermen around the world for its lead core dragging abilities.
0: Oh, there's a random lead strip that's floating around the box. It probably was attached to a test beta one. Oh, I like I the I tried some X wraps. X wrap clown. That's the ultimate pike bait. <laughs>
1: Smallmouth, too. I
0: like to think that's wraps. What would be the next logical step to step up your jerk bait game? Um, I would say like a KVD probably. You kind no.
1: of—that's the progression. You we go from husky to KVDs. well oh. rogues, Smithwicks. See, Kenny said the same thing. Rogue, Smithwick, rogue.
0: No, we made a big
1: jump.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, Lucky
1: Craft Pointer—that's a good one, Pete.
0: Try to get in the pointer game.
1: Before ah, it- well done, Pete pointers
0: before megabass pointers were the i mean those were the Cadillacs.
1: yeah right right, right. yeah they're the expensive ones
0: there's still you can you can get good deals on pointers i
1: see them go on sale once in a while i've, I've seen them go for like 50 percent off and i've been tempted yeah, to like, buy like lucky cost like eight dollars
0: now
1: right what happened they were like they used to be the high end now they're i mean maybe it's just a, them being popular they've been able to lower the price buy in demand, I think. right well you, the more you
0: sell the cheaper they can make them then I played around with these guys for a while. I don't have my jerkbait
1: box. It's out in the boat. Three Although of I both. have some stuff. Stuck together. I have some stuff. Hey, I got a question for you. Do you throw a straight white jerkbait ever? Yeah. A pearl? I mean, just,
0: when do you throw it? We'll get to that.
1: <laughs> no, I do not. I, do you, I can't see the head. What's the head? covering the head. Oh man. No, I don't that's not ringing a bell. That's a very distinct eye if you know those. No, I've never owned one of those. I usually can tell if I've owned it. I don't I don't think I've owned that. RC stick? No. No, no. Strong. It's a an Ima. There you go, Pete. It's an Ima flip. Nice, good job, Pete. I still call it Ima. I know it's not Ima but
0: in my heart it's Ima. So, yeah, you were talking about the French, like the French pearl. Yeah, straight white. Oh, I got that same one, the yellow belly. And this is the RC. These are both RC mixed, or the RCs. Light. Oh, I have a, Yeah, those are I nice. I like these mollies, like, vermilion, tannic right. water. Right, because it looks like two You eat
1: a lot of tulipies. I throw. I love throwing white swim baits at the million. It's been a, it gets bit pretty good. Well, white swim baits get bit anywhere there's tannic water. Yeah, the pearl. Oh no, that's the um, the GG uh, GG perch. Yeah. Yep. Everybody's got one of those. I'd love to see the percentage of Jerk bait fishermen that have that exact Jerk bait from Minnesota. I'd say like everybody. <laughs> it's like. It. It's like standard issue. Yep. <laughs> Of have, you bought any the, uh, have you bought any of the new um matte color? The matte magics? No. I picked up a couple because I'm a whore and I can't help myself.
0: I heard that, one that, was, uh, that one that was busted up. This one's got some teeth rashes in it. This one must have caught some fish. Pro blue. Yeah, Pro Blue is like uh pretty much one of the standards, especially out yeah, in like, California. Deep uh yeah, Pro is real
1: popular out in the West Coast. Some,
0: some Bud Color and the Rapla the was it the Oh, uh, that's the Shadow Rap. Shadow, shadow Rap, rap. Shad. Do you, do you use the Shadow rap, rap? Shadow Rap, I'm not impressed with. I don't like the way they cast.
1: They don't cast very far. They're hard to throw. They don't catch the up. Do you, trouble by, do you switch troubles? Do you switch troubles in the mega bass? Um, so Chris, I will say, I do. Once the stock ones bend out, they will eventually. Only, only when they wear out, right? You'll get a lot of life out of them unless you're really on some big fish, and then they'll bend them out.
0: Oh yeah, you lost the tail. Oh, this one, I was absolutely crushing the fish on in pool too, and then I bounced it off some rocks. Oh, um, sad. Go, have you? Okay, have you literally? Reached out. If you send Mega Bass a
1: picture of that, they'll typically replace that. They will. They have really good customer service on warranty. Like seriously, take a picture, send it to Mega Bass. Be like, hey, I threw it, hit a rock, it broke. They'll replace that, even if you bought it like five years ago. Five? Yeah, they don't care. They'll replace their baits Probably. if you break them. At least ten years old. Well, either way, just tell them you bought it yesterday. <laughs> No, it's seriously. A lot of people don't know that you. If you mess, if one of your mega bass baits gets broken or screws up, they'll pretty much give you a free one. Dylan. Oh, Dylan Duffy. Dylan's awesome, man. Cool kid. Shout out to Dylan and his dad. Dylan fishes in Greenhorn now, and uh, kids are sick. Jerk, pause, jerk, jerk, broken bill. Are you talking about a Rapala? <laughs> ah, we got swim jigs with the grub. Is that a outcast or is that one of yours?
0: This is a Super K. Super K? I don't know what Super K is. They're out of Wisconsin, hand-tied. Looks, it looks nice.
1: I like, I like swim jigs that have a little thinner of a skirt. Yeah,
0: these, these do. He's only yeah, have like the that. top of the skirt, right? So they're only, the inside of the skirt's not there. It's only the top. Oh, so cool. It, that's, that's nice. Not, that's what most of the legit river swim jigs are. They won't have that inside. They'll only have the outside. Like a Bravarni, yeah, that's what I'm okay. Um Right. That's nice. Yeah, most
2: of
1: those,
0: Cheers. like all those, right, they only have the inside.
1: Got it. Do you, can you, I mean, theoretically, you you could just turn those off.
0: Definitely look at super K's for sure.
1: Well, theoretically, if you have a swim jig, you could just cut off that inner material yourself if you want. Get the same effect. Bluegill. Rage.
0: You like the rage? I like the rage uh, menace as a swim
1: jig trailer. A
0: little spicy beaver on the back, a little bit bigger.
1: Spicy beaver is good. I
0: don't, uh, spicy beavers are, um, That one's that's a lethal Lethal Weapon it actually has the... White on
1: white? Yeah,
0: chartreuse and white. You know, after reading all that data,
1: and now that Bass pretty much see white and chartreuse is kind of the same, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that one's seen better days.
0: That one got all chewed up. Skirt literally <laughs> fell on. That's awesome. Why do you still have it? Are you going to repair it? I don't know. So this is kind of one thing... Back in the day, when when Greg owned Super K, you would tie my jigs. I'd order them. I would order them with red, thread ties.
2: Yeah, little,
0: little. Oh, I heard about this. It's, uh, Just a little it's, flash So uh, when you would flare, or you'd get a little glimpse of it. Or I don't know.
1: I I call it like when the when the skirt blows up and there's something like red underneath, yep. right? So what do they call Super K?
2: Yeah,
1: they on, they might they got to be on Facebook, right? Yeah, really fancy packaging. <laughs> It's, uh, you buy those off of Amazon in bulk. Super K Fishing,
0: is that them? Yeah. What is it? These guys are really good, legit. Rovarni baits. Rovarni? My Wart Box? I don't really have a Wart Box, but I've got some warts hanging over here.
1: Alright, I'm going to follow your Super K jigs on Facebook now. Check them out. Kenny wants to see some warts. What? Oh, he wants to see Wart Box. I was going to say, if you want to see warts, that's a little personal, don't you think?
0: So, if it says wiggle wart on the bottom, that's, that's legit. The deal. Right. The OGs. So all of those. Just hanging there, hanging out. You just wait until so they go well, higher in value so you can sell those them. Those when are you all get original. Right? I mean, they're not prime, prime colors, but you could get them painted. Right. right. Those are all the. What do those go for now on the uh, aftermarket? Muddy River? Yeah. When the guy's not busy duck hunting, he makes a decent jig. What did Kenny say? What do you agree with, Kenny? I'm looking at, wow, this guy
1: pumps out a lot of jigs on Super K. Holy cow. He's got a bazillion colors. Dude, those custom jig makers always have like 35
0: colors. Cozy. He will tie anything you want.
1: Super big jigs. Oh, he's got twenty percent off codes. Now he's talking my language. I'm a code collector. Kenny, how many uh, OG wiggle words do you guys got?
0: So I'm not much paid. I don't know why. Crankbaits? They're all for 10 Here's a cool one. This all is a... Right. Uh, you're uh, into unique stuff. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to eBay wiggle wart. Is there
1: a way you can distinctly tell? So you said the wiggle warts that have the name on the bottom are yeah, the... Yeah, under
0: the bill, I guess. That's what...
1: Pre Rappola Living War. I should probably
0: just take this out of my box, but so this is a Zoom WEC oh. Ed Chambers Balsa handmade. That looks awesome. This is the E two. It's got engraved on the lid. It's where'd you get, where'd you uh, get that? I, I won it in a fancy fishing contest. It actually. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you can see that. It's got Kevin Short's signature on it. That's badass. <laughs> Probably shouldn't just let it roll around my box. I tried it on the Watchdown River. Actually fished I've actually fished this bait.
1: Why not? If you only get it 100 so in September and lose it forever.
2: Alright, I'm gonna check the eBay
0: sales on um, the sold items back in the day the sabil that had, like, the liquid in it. Oh. Uh, uh, is that h And, like, dried out, but it used to have, like, this gel that would, like, flow, and there'd be, like, crystals, and, like... Yeah. I, when you
1: design a lead... When you design a lipless, why would you think to put liquid inside of it? It's so uh, strange. The,
0: the guy that ran Sabil or Patrick Sabil, he was kind of, like, out there with all his stuff.
1: little bit of it Okay, so I'm looking right now at completed... Sales for pre Rapala Storm Wiggle Warts. It seems like the average price is about 16 to 25 bucks.
0: Yeah, I think if you have the really good colors, like those Spring Cross and those Phantom Cross, you'll get the bigger money. But
1: there's a couple that are going for like 50 bucks.
0: Like I'm talking about sold. Not great right now when people are not like. (laughs) But.
1: Dude, now's a great time to shop for stuff. If you want to buy things and you want to make, like, if you want to splurge on shit that you weren't going to buy, now's a good time to go buy that stuff because everyone, ooh,
0: that's a really popular color up here for the old Wiggle Awards.
1: That's really nice. I like how um, I like how beat up that one is. That looks cool. I like a little patina, right? There's another one. Kind of a that was a shad pattern. It looks like shad pattern, black neck,
0: stuck to a bunch of bandits.
1: You like bandits? I like the Bandit 100s, but I haven't
0: really gone past those. I got a bunch of them. I don't know that I throw them all that much.
1: I like them, but yeah, they're not—they're not, they're not yeah. anything
0: special. Couple more wiggle words stuck to a bunch of things.
1: What do you—what do, you, uh, do you crank with? Which Dobbins?
0: Uh, 704 and 705s for this type of
1: stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. This is I one of 70- my a- prank that I actually catch a lot of fish on. Is the Ema Square Bill? Ema Square Bill. The old circuit board lip on it. Right.
1: Ema's yeah, I like,
0: like the 1.5. Ema. Those are all
1: mangled. Ema Square bill. Who sells Ema around here? Anybody? Like locally?
0: Uh, I don't know if anybody does.
1: Because I know you got, you got to go to the specialty shops for Ema. Yeah.
0: World Fishing Alliance
1: joined. Ooh, that sounds really official.
0: This is a really cool color. Like, this is just like a 1.5 aftermarket knockoff that was painted, but I really like the color on this. It's like a yeah. phantom chrome red splatter.
1: It's like a- so it's
0: like a it's like a yellow goldish base. Yeah, with a phantom crop pattern. It's got a little bit of scale. Right. It's got some blue and some red on it. Yeah, that's not a color
1: you see very often, that's for sure. Usually it's all red. Red or blue with those kind of faded crows. i way much,
0: too much time watching Smallmouth Crush and Epic Eric
1: lately. Oh, dude, I've been watching. You can't watch them in one sitting because they're like four hours long. They went, they went four hours in the spring. Dude, they went four hours and 30, four hours and 30 minutes one night. I was like, seriously? Uh,
0: I throw like a seven-five-four power action Dobbins. It's kind of a prototype. But otherwise, when I don't use it, I use a 7.34 champion. And I typically... Most of it is 17 pound floral. Really? You go that heavy? I'm, I suppose for the river, you want floral, right? Oh, look. More wiggle warts.
1: Now, I'm uh... a... <laughs> How many, yeah, you, do have, you do have a few of those. you got a bunch of those.
0: These are supposed to be pretty in demand now, right? These Rapala flat sides that people like, they don't make anymore?
1: Yeah, they discontinued them.
0: Both of them are coming back. The DT flats, right? That's, I do think that was a Morgan's. That does sound right, Chris, actually. Surprising you knew that.
1: What do this you use be for the Chattered Chicken food? and Swim Jigs in the spring? This is Chatter- a... Was he talking about chatter chicken? Is that like a way He's to talk? Basically, I don't know. Is that is that slang that I don't know? Uh,
0: chatter wagon, chatter chicken.
1: Okay. Or vibrating
0: jig, as they call it on the. On this the one's not, this one's a storm on the bottom. It doesn't say wiggle work.
1: Yeah, that's probably not the I know, not the, I like the
0: color of the, the rum.
1: in The fall. You crank on the rum. I try to crank on the rum, but I don't catch much. You know, I live. I live literally like five minutes from the Anoka County Fairgrounds ramp.
0: This like, may be literally the, one of the worst crankbaits that Rappel ever made, right here.
1: Ooh. Oh, skitter walk? No, the not, no, I'm sorry, that's not the skitter walk. That's like real. the skitter. Sc- scatter wrap? Is that what it's called? Scatter wrap? It was a scatter wrap, yeah. Those things were in discount bins for about eight years. Like, I couldn't, you can't walk, you couldn't walk into a Cabela's or any shop and not see those things in the, in the discount bin. They're always there, nobody ever bought them. What's this Why do you still have one in your box? Do you ever throw it?
0: I just lost. It. There's a that's actually a pretty good color. Little, one of the old ones there. That one actually probably would fetch a little money.
1: Yeah, they, it seems
0: like they're selling, but they're not like cash. Well, you have to wait till one of those tournaments, those derbies, is happening and then they get fired back up again. Right. Like when when a, or a Toyota series or an open rolls through there or somebody wins one on it, and then it's all like...
1: Whoa. Right. Yeah, you gotta be
0: pretty tuned into that. For a guy that only throws jigs, I got a lot of crankbaits, not gonna lie. You
1: know why? Because they're fun to buy, because you think like Oh, I'm going to throw that. A lot of crankbait purchases are thrown, at, or, like, or asked for purchases. Like, oh, I'm totally going to throw
0: that. And then you never do it. This is a Ema Shaker. It's a flat side.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's a tall one.
0: Yeah. That's really oh, well, tall. Early really, like, Pool 2, Early River, cranking with that. These are kind of interesting. Where do you buy you? With... Let's you see. Buy Let's test Pete and anybody else that wants to play along.
1: attention so tackle warehouse is like the only place you can get the Ema pranks I'm a EMA. You know
0: what that is actually epic Eric showed one of these on his stream the other
2: night <laughs> I got a couple yeah.
0: of
1: them I have no idea yeah you do I like the gills those are like carved in that's pretty cool
0: anybody someone
1: said phantom
0: no that's that was something else I don't know Ready? Is there a delay that he didn't see him? Uh he said ready. Bomber, black label. Older than black label. Before black label, these are older. They don't make these anymore. So, Chris, what line? Higher, higher, higher end than no, not Norman. Come on, we're talking like unique stuff, not stuff you just buy off the shelf at Walmart. Is it
1: ball? Are they balsa?
0: I think they are because I think I've got like dents in them. So they're balsa, so that narrows it down. Because like I've got some of these have like cracks in them. Oh and...
1: yeah. Are
0: they, uh, they hand carved or are they production? They're definitely low run. I don't know, like circuit board lip. Right. It's got like a copper wire tie in it. Like so they're definitely. Cool. Um. It's a uh, it's reaction innovations method crank.
1: Wait, method crank.
0: It's called a method crank. I didn't even know they made cranks. It was a while ago back when they had like the squeaky dolphin and uh, some of that stuff. Like some what? of the old baits that were, I guess the oh. thing about these, what they would say about these method cranks is you'd have to buy 12 to get one that actually ran decent and it'll catch fish
1: Okay, you're going to like this. I found a Tackle Tour review of the limited edition Method Crank. You want, Guess what the date is on this review.
0: You want to guess? Uh, 2008. 2006. So,
1: yeah, those are old, man. <laughs> Hold on to those things. Oh, dude, I'm looking at the pictures of this Tackle Tour. It's got, like, carved, like, like, I don't know scales,
0: ridges on the back. Yeah, like if you look, like the gill actually had dimensions to it. You can see there's actually a right. Yeah, the, there's know, pictures on this.
1: Uh, there's pictures on this review, and it looks pretty sick. Fifteen dollars MSRP in two thousand six. That's a ransom back then. And I was dumb enough to buy three of them. Okay, wait. You might not be dumb. Let's see what they're going for on the aftermarket. I bet you there's zero for sale on eBay. There may not be any. That's what I'm saying. I bet you there's nothing. Method. It's a cool name. I like that method crank. Reminds me of skateboarding, like the trick method a method error.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh here's
1: my other. Ooh. There's one right now on eBay for buy it now for 25 bucks. There's actually a bunch of these.
0: Here's the E1. I showed you the E2 earlier. This is the WEC E1.
1: Oh, so that's substitute. nice. Dude, that thing is sweet. What's on the top? Is it like brown on the top or gold? Uh, oh.
0: Kind
1: of a iridescent purple into chrome brown. Like it kind of fades. That thing has like five colors going on. Like two on the top and then a, two fades and then there's like a pink – or there's like a orange on the lip.
0: An orange on the belly. It's got kind of a, a white on the bottom fading into oh. kind of a a yellow chartreuse and then kind of a green-blue gill pattern into That's a nice. chrome-bronze back with an orange belly. So,
1: out of all the baits you've shown me so far, that one I want. That one, like, looks awesome. So, what is that one again?
0: This is the Zoom WEC E1. I'm
1: guessing you can't get that.
0: Um, I don't, they don't make him anymore now that I think he passed at Chambers. So I don't think, that any, I mean, there are some other companies that make similar baits. To what, like, what? I would say search W E C E one I think is it EI or E1? Maybe it's EI. I
1: think it's EI. Yeah, it's EI. Dude, those things are going for money. Epic area, got shit on me <laughs> Okay, dude There's a bunch of these for open auctions And they're all over 35 bucks with a ton
0: of bids It's only a kick A jump A block It's only a serve It's only a tackle A run It's only for the fans After all, it's only pressure You got this Adidas You
1: shouldn't throw that one. That one's gone. That one's like a $50 cranky.
0: <laughs> well, the other one that's an, an E two or an E I I with Kevin short's signature on it too.
1: Dude. Oh yeah. Don't hold.
0: Holy shit. One of those went for $77.
1: A black chartreuse went for 78 bucks. Yeah. Don't throw those.
0: I could sell but this what? and I get myself a new Omnia hat for this broken one. I have,
1: I'm not seeing, wait, I'm not seeing that color pattern. Uh as a sold oh I see it it's right here. It's called Dolphin.
2: Yeah, that
1: sounds right. Okay. So the last dolphin sold for 46 bucks. Like sold, not listed, actually sold. Yeah, dude, those are like fifty dollar crankbaits, man. They're worth the money. No big deal. That's cool though. The one that sold for seventy-seven bucks was a black chartreuse, which is like, kind of boring compared to the one you showed. Weird, because I mean, like,
0: I mean, like everybody makes a black chartreuse, right? Like, yeah,
1: exactly. It's kind of a boring color. And
0: that's and it's not a hard one to get custom painted, right? Like, you get anybody could paint you a black chartreuse, like,
1: right? The dolphin one's pretty sick.
0: Black and chartreuse, right? Crystal.
1: Chris says, does it catch fish? It doesn't matter. It looks badass.
0: <laughs> River to see Big
1: Papa, Black and Chartreuse. Like. Right. Pickerel love them. Everyone always says that. Anytime you show off a cool bait, everyone says, oh,
0: Pike, love them. Or Pickerel love them. Honestly, like, the only see. time I ever threw those baits is when I was fishing cypress trees on the Watchtower River at the Bassmaster Nation National Championship, in which I was one tournament away from the Bassmaster Classic. That's awesome. That's the only time I've thrown it. What year was that? Uh, oh, probably six years ago now, seven.
1: Wow. So you've been bass tournament fishing a long ass time.
0: Yeah, when so did you, you start? started fishing in the club when I was like 16. And you, you haven't stopped since? How old are you? 42, I think. About okay.
1: 42. I'm 39. I'm going to be 40 this summer. So, yeah, we're pretty I don't think it matters since it's a number. I don't give a shit. Everyone's like, oh, you're going to have do something for your 40th? I'm like, I literally don't care.
0: No, because you're going to be in quarantine.
1: <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> we'll have a Zoom party. We'll do a podcast.
0: turns 12 on Friday.
1: Oh, that's awesome. You go, Well, awesome she's turning 12, but not awesome she can't.
0: You know, have I a think party we're going to draw like, wares on the driveway and a few of our friends are going to come over and have cupcakes and stand six feet apart in the driveway
2: or something. That's not a bad idea.
0: Got to be careful with the Facebook police, man. They take pictures of you throwing a party in your driveway and they'll be like,
1: look at this asshole. I, one thing that shocked me about this whole COVID thing is how quick people are to complain about other people. Like, just full stop. Like, everyone bitches about everybody else now. Like, it's crazy.
0: Well, now we we have unlimited time to bitch about those people because
1: we don't have to go to work. So it's like. uh, Well, we have, so there's a dog park over in um, Kunra, or in Anoka, like this big, giant dog park. And I love it because it's like the one place I can go take my dog and kids and we can go walk laps around the dog park to get outside a little bit. And, of course, I see a Facebook post like, oh, there's people gathering at the dog park and they're sitting around talking to each other. And, like, why why is the sheriff shutting us down? Because, you know, they're gathering at more than 10. And I'm like, don't take my one thing. don't please like shut up it's the one thing we can go do
0: just wait till uh people start partying on a big island and every access i'm in to talk to get shut down
1: oh my god you know that's inevitable chris Botnet. chris blank are you a 911 dispatcher is that your job if so man shout out that's that's a that's a crazy game so chris blank said what do you throw for oh big spoons
0: why did I think I was gonna catch any fish up here on this? But why did I buy it? I have no idea. You could you could dude you could chuck that around for
1: pike all day. I did I
0: already said it, chance
1: out of the bag. So Chris said, What do you throw for chatterbait rods? I throw last year I threw exclusively a 7-2 medium heavy glass X Pride, which I really liked. I was surprised at how little you feel bites on that rod. I thought you'd like feel bites like when a fish took it. I thought you're gonna feel like any kind of vibration or a thunk or anything. But every time you catch a fish on that medium heavy X Pride, it's like, um, like you're caught on something, like you hung up, and you don't know you got a fish until you feel a head shake. It's kind of weird. I'm not used to that. But uh, this year I'm gonna throw a Diablo Spec R Mega Bass along with the X Pride and just see what the differences are. Just 'cause I don't know why, just for myself, just for fun. Kate show up? Oh, the cave. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: I, did I?
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Is... You have a way cooler crankbait collection. Than I lose cranks and then I just rebuy them. Ooh, you got some glide baits.
0: JSG snack size trout. How heavy is that? Two-ouncer? A couple ounces, yeah.
1: Yeah, it looks like a two-
0: two-ouncer. Some Lure's gills. That's really nice. That looks like a good bed bait. A little big, but got some Huddleston's.
1: Yeah, do you throw huds around here at all? Or do you yeah, say
0: that? You get bit? this little guy. This, this weedless hud is a. Oh, band in a my st- little. And it's not very big.
1: It's stumpy. A it's got a little tail. Holy cow!
0: It's it's got a hook in there, like. Now I'm, I'm, gonna, show, I'm row, gonna show this guy. So, this one is actually interesting. This one is, it's got a number on this. is the 239th bait that they made.
1: Oh, that's cool. So, that's like hand, is that plastic or wood?
0: It's got to be plastic. I think it's a hand resin poured.
1: Oh, mold. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, like like really like batch, like low production. Well, yeah, because a lot of those guys, they hand carve the mold or they hand carve
1: the bait and then they injection mold it. Like,
0: this is. Like if you want to get into glide bait fishing, this one sixty eight river to sea for whatever, like sixteen yeah. bucks or whatever this is. Right. Dude, that thing that thing is like a gateway drug into into
1: um, glide baits, kind of like the uh, Mega Bass I slide. Like, you know, stuff you can get for under forty bucks. That's just you can just go out and throw with the stuff you already have.
0: The old true tungsten seven inch gill. That thing looks heavy. It is pretty big.
1: I mean like that's weight. Yeah, see, I'm a, I'm a more of a finesse thing rod guy. I don't go into the big glide baits. The biggest One
0: cool from- thing about these is they had these pins. You need pliers to probably get it out, but you pull the pin, and then you can't really see, but in there there's a a, a, a chamber that you could slide these tungsten balls cool. in. Oh yeah, you can add the weight to change how. You can change it from a like a floater to a slow sink, or that's, yeah. There's a that's that's been
1: a trend. <clears throat> that's been a bigger trend lately with the glipates is putting the the, the the transferable balls inside and out, so you can change the, the balance. There's a yeah, few yeah. companies that do that right now. Nope. It's a Dream Smasher. It? Oh. Uh, okay. Do you ever uh, throw any Beast Coast stuff? Yeah. No.
0: Not my favorite people S- at Beast Coast. What's that? Not my favorite
1: people at Beast Coast. Why is that?
0: Uh, they used to be Evolved. i we'll have a little bit of history with them. Ah. Uh, this is I a... Tell- what is this one? This is a California Swim Babes line through. So, Dream Smasher has a four-inch gill
1: that's got a flat like a flat front part, so you can fish it like on the bottom, like a jig. What's not cool? Only 23 bucks. Not super expensive. The line through. So Gaff is wondering who makes that line. I've
0: got some of those. Where are they? Where are my dream snatchers?
1: Dream smashers. These dream smashers are pretty inexpensive. Like, they're not as spendy as I thought they would be. They're not crazy. They're not. For like $30, 25 to $50. Bucks. Top hook shed or the weedless? Yeah. Wait, so oh, you're throwing, you're throwing the throwing the other night. Were you throwing that weedless uh, dream smasher or was that the top hook? Uh, I think I only have the top hooks. Oh, well, the weedless one was in a small hut. The huddle food. So Chris Blank says he likes those Beast Coast flipping jigs. I was looking at those on the website the other day, and they actually look pretty nice. I agree. Those are, those are tempting to buy, but I have too many flipping jigs. as it is. I don't need it they have a 20% off code right now on
0: Beast Coast. Yeah, is a Osprey tournament.
1: I bought Ooh, this one
0: up. for Godzilla and I never threw it.
1: That is really translucent. It's got like a white belly or is it just straight? That's pretty yeah. nice. Looks really soft. What That's, is the Osprey
0: a, a tactical bass and uh, impulse buy. Oh, yeah. When well, they said this is cool and you went and bought
1: it? Anybody raise your
0: hand. Have you ever bought stuff because you watched a tackle bass and it was like, oh, I'm going to catch him on that.
1: Like, oh, my gosh. Dude, what they got me with was uh, I started trying to figure out who the hell had the Big Bite um, Smalley Smashers plastics. Nobody has those damn things. Like, you can get them on Tackle Warehouse, but, like, I, I called up – I messaged Ross at Capras. I am like, dude, get me some of these Big Bite Smalley Smashers. He's like, uh, they only have, like, five of them through their supplier, and then they were gone. I got to get them.
0: I used to, catch, I used to throw these more, these weedless huts. Those look cool. How how do you miss fish on? Them? Sometimes, but you miss fish on all some days a little bit. But well,
1: I mean, but the way you're squeezing that down, it looks like you got to really get that. Hook.
0: It's pretty soft. It's like almost like a hollow body frog. Like it's oh, uh, it's, it's, it's there's like a big empty chamber. It's pretty soft. So what? It's definitely. I mean, a top hook is better, but sometimes you can't fish a top hook. So
1: right.
0: So like we just was, a better hook up with the top hook.
1: Right. Huddleston weedless. See, I didn't even know they had weedless that you had to carry the hook out in the That's pretty cool. I don't <laughs> know where my
0: dreams are gills are
1: right now. So Huddleston weedless swimbaits are twenty-six bucks.
0: Go to Rod, I only have uh, I have some of both. I think I have more fives, Jacob, Rate of fall fives. Um, I have a 795 champion swim bait rod that I use for some of these bigger ones. Otherwise, I just use one of my like, big jig rods for some of these swim baits.
1: Well, the rating matters because when you get up into that two ounce plus, then you got to have something a little extra. You know? I mean, most if you have a swim bait that's an ounce and a half or less. Oh, true bass. Yep, I got some of those. I actually, like you, those things are really good. Dude, those things, are super, good. those things are super indestructible. Like, you can stretch them forever.
0: They are, they are very tough. There's another, like a top hook dream smasher.
2: You got a
1: bunch of them. That's like
0: pearl or perch, perch one.
1: The only thing that sucks about those true bass baits is how much they cost. Like they're flipping expensive. The true bass? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, they're like for a pack of five. They're like, uh, what's the price? I'm gonna look it up.
0: There's one of the the
1: orange guilds or
0: something about dream smasher.
1: Okay, so verify. Okay, so that's so you can bet fish in the bed, right? Just drop it on the bottom. Yeah. So you can you can swim it or fish it like a jig. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good bed bait. That's pretty sweet. Those things aren't that expensive. They're like twenty bucks.
0: Yeah, those are all hand hand poured. He does those by hand. How
1: often do you fish that thing?
0: That is, I like to fish them when I'm fun fishing. I don't throw them typically when I'm tournament fishing. So
1: right yeah true bass a pack of four or five is 10 bucks
0: they hold up though like um i mean right. I could, when i was on gunnersville catching fish i could usually get a whole day out of a swim bait so
1: right i've been meaning to throw those things on the lax just good but i always forget i have them. i just you know what i mean there's so many baits sometimes that you're like if, i want to throw if, that
0: <laughs> on the mississippi and i caught a few nice fish um fish below the spillway and things like that last fall. Right. Maybe around I should Like <laughs> what swim baits are you talking about, Chris? Like um depends on the swim bait. Like this guy, you can throw this anywhere around here. This is
2: All Right. A glorified the the the
0: swim jig. Honestly, it's pretty small. It's, like, that's the four inch
1: DSS gill on Dream Smasher. It's twenty four dollars.
0: If you'd swim a half ounce, one
2: point
1: five.
0: I mean just to give you like this thing's not it feels Uh-oh. intimidating because it looks big, but it's not that big.
1: Well, it's only an ounce and a half,
0: too. So if you got a heavy frog rod, you can fish that thing. This definitely yeah, – I throw this on, like, a, a four-heavy or medium-heavy, heavy, heavy right. seven-foot rod. You don't need anything special for this. Right. Uh, the bigger, I mean, like, even these, like, you can even throw these on a big jig rod. These aren't – once yeah. you start getting – Bites on swim baits, they don't feel so big.
1: <laughs> that's a good point. I throw the mag draft around a little bit. That's pretty much about
0: it. Yeah. I think like six inch baits are pretty much anywhere around here you can throw them. When you start getting to the eight inch baits, that's where it really, you got to be on the right leg with the right forage around here, I think. But six it's, inch baits, you can throw them anytime. But like, I definitely think there's a place for these more so in a team tournament than in a solo tournament.
1: Oh, so you can go for that big big, the big bite hunting so, or the, one the guy
0: or... in front can flip a jig or throw a rattle trap or throw a spinner right. bait and catch 1 to 3 pounders and the guy in the back can commit to hopefully catching a kicker or two or a couple game changing bites i think that's probably the, the better scenario in minnesota for these a little bit bigger swim baits but um... uh, question has that actually worked
1: have you been in a situation where you did get a big bite off the swim bait with a co-angler throwing it?
0: That I don't sounds
1: fish good a lot. Of
0: what? What's that? I don't fish a lot of team tournaments, so I can't say that I have a scenario, but it makes sense. I know. It sounds good on paper, but I wonder in theory if that, that would actually work. <laughs> I guess it's how confident you are on the other person to do the job. So. Totally. It's done. He's, he's done it. That's, yeah, it sounds cool. I,
1: I, should, I should definitely try throwing a swim bait around just for that big bite. It's a confidence thing, right? Like you got to have a couple in your arsenal that you, you're you comfortable throwing. you got
0: the right gear set up for it. you got the right rod. The, just, if you don't do it when you're on fun fishing, you don't do it in practice, it's hard to break it out in the tournament. Just... I, I haven't been in a tournament yet where i saw anyone I throwing around a glide bait. <laughs> But I think you get more bites on baits like this or more commits right. than you do on glide baits. But you're going to see more fish. You're going to have more action on glide baits. You're going to see the biggest fish in the lake, but you're not always going to get them to commit.
1: they at least follow you to the boat.
0: Right. And I'm I, I am in... not going to extend this, and I'm actually going to probably watch an episode of Ozark. And then no, that's take. fine, man. Thanks, no, I everybody. Could... For in. Uh, I've been watching Ozark. These, check my sure. latest Instagram post sign up and i'll put you on the group chat for getting notified oh yeah catch you guys later hey guys if you made it all the way then thanks hope you enjoyed it as always hope you picked up a few tips to help you suck less and catch more bass